Hi there, welcome to another episode of Song and a Chat with your host, as always, Pete Pasco. That'd be me. How you doing? Welcome aboard, welcome back. If you've come back for another listen, I do hope you're enjoying these ongoing episodes. I can't believe we're up to number 32 already. Where have those weeks gone? Um, if this is your first episode, uh, you're dropping by for the first time. You're wondering, what's going on? What's this guy about? Well, hi, I'm Pete. Um, I, I live in Melbourne, Australia, uh, from New Zealand originally. Been in Melbourne here about 23 years ago, speaking of time going by so fast. Wow. And um, I am fully occupied as a, a musician, songwriter, a piano player primarily. See? A singer. Uh, songwriter. Uh, I paint seascapes. I paint all sorts of stuff, actually, but a lot of seascapes lately. Um, I'm having a mad time. And yeah, it's all about songwriting, this particular podcast. But we get there in a roundabout kind of way and have a bit of a yak along the way. You'll get some anecdotes, some bits and pieces, and some songwriting tips if you are here for songwriting tips. Yeah, I'm looking back over the 31 podcasts. There are lots of bits and pieces here. And like I say, I'm not going to tell you how to write a song, but I can tell you how I write a song. And maybe there's something there that'll ring a bell, that'll resonate with you as a songwriter. You think, okay, well, I I think that's cool. I'll grab that. Okay. All right. Today's episode um, is called (laughs) A Madman's Preoccupation. And I wanted, I, I thought I'd come be up front and start up with that. I look, it's in the show notes. I know it's the title. It used to be a bit of a surprise. Here's today's song. Today's song is going to be called Mad Man's Preoccupation. And I'd like to give you a little bit, a bit, bit a little bit, a little, a little bit about, try that one more time, a little bit of background about, that's quite good that, I might put that in the song, a little bit of background about, yeah, so there you go, that's the way the songwriters work, you know. A little bit of background about this song now. <laughs> oh boy, can't take him anywhere. Um, a madman's preoccupation. I'm having fun tonight with my pronunciation. Incidentally, I, I, I've written about that already in my blog post today, how my pronunciation can be a little bit rough, but it's something I'm really, really working on. So if that is bugging you, please bear with me. Uh, if you're enjoying, I, I hope you're enjoying the natural delivery. That's what I'm aiming for. I think, yeah, there, there's not much point in this sort of thing. Otherwise, it's just got to be fairly relaxed. Yeah, right. The madman's preoccupation is about what I'm up to as a songwriter and as an artist. And uh, I tell you what, it has been and it has been a long road. It's been a busy road. Uh I, I sort of started out writing um, a lot, I think when I was 17, in diaries, and then I was an exchange student in the States, sort of touched on in another blog post, which you can check out in the show notes there, uh, the hazy line. Um, and then eventually I started thinking, you know, well, my heroes, they, they, these people like Elton John and Paul Simon and that, they, they, they put their words to music, maybe I can have a go at that, and then I did, and... Look, one thing led to another, and here I am. I stuck with it, and I'm really, really enjoying myself with like seven or eight hundred songs. And um, Madman's Preoccupation, what's that about? Well, maybe it helps if you're just a little bit mad. I mean, you can be mad to sit down and write that many songs for a start. 
Um, now, this isn't an, oh, I'm so clever episode hour. It's nothing like that. Uh, it's just, just saying that this is, this is what's happened. And in the 32 weeks, now I'm bringing this up now because it looks like we might be coming out of lockdown, at least for a while with COVID-19 here in Melbourne. It has been pretty full on, um, not, as, not, not, not nearly as full on as other parts of the world. And if you're doing it tough and if you've lost loved ones and that sort of thing, like our hearts go out to you from here in Melbourne. Uh, personally, for myself and my family, we're safe. It has been a very creative time. Locked at home, what do I do? Go to the studio. Sure, I saw my family. We play board games. Hey, it was great to slow down. Wow, actually have some meals together. And you know, if we could take something positive out of COVID-19, I do, I do hope going forward, yeah, some of us hang on to some of that going slow if that's sort of been forced upon us. Yeah, I think that's probably um, worth thinking about. I'm definitely going to be doing that. Uh, Okay, last 32 weeks, I wasn't taking it easy. I was having fun. Incidentally, when when lockdown began, that was the week I'd committed. I was making this commitment to doing a weekly podcast and blah, 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 blah. Okay, since then, I have uh, produced 34, I think, or 32 How to Draw a Cartoon Animal videos that that's on uh, Pete Pascoe Art and Music YouTube. Um, I really enjoy doing that. Uh, I have 30 odd music videos up, uh, 32 blog posts going up plus some more, uh, 32 little paintings that I've done on the spot each week and if you want to check them out you can on the blog the petepascoe.wordpress.com one. Um, and look, there's been other stuff along the way. I've been producing a band album. I've been composing a piano album. And uh, as well as teaching, uh, only about 20 of my students, which I only, I was actually teaching 36 in three days, half-hour lessons, pretty much back-to-back each day. And talk about a commitment. So how does that make you feel? A bit overwhelmed? <laughs> it does uh, for me. Rattling all that off. Oh, there's also been five extra cartoons each week as well as the... Oh, goodness me. There's been a lot of stuff. Why do I do this? Well, I sort of figured that now was the time. I needed to start sharing not only what I'm doing, but the how-to. It's leading to ebooks and video courses and things. That's further down the track. But right now, I'm just putting out this hopefully good, free, uplifting, positive stuff on the internet. Because, look, I think we needed it. And I'm really pleased to say about 500 kids from one primary school tuned in each week for their mindfulness exercise and did a cartoon with me, did a cartoon animal drawing with the YouTube. I think that's fantastic because they were all also listening to peaceful piano music as well while they were doing that. And if that was doing something that was engaging them uh, creatively and they were producing something for five minutes each week, well then, my work here is done, people. It's pretty good. I'm really wrapped about that. Okay, it's been a madman. It is a madman's preoccupation today. Out, been out painting. Uh, taught a couple of lessons. Uh, just, I just now did a how to draw a sheep in the shower cartoon video. Five other sheep. I wrote my blog, and um, you know bits and pieces. All right. Now let's take it easy. You're here to take it easy. I hope you got a cup of tea or something. Here's the song uh, number. 683 of his songbooks, ladies and gentlemen, Madman's Preoccupation. I hope you enjoy it. (laughs) 
I used to sit in the tree just to watch the cloud and listen to the sound of the day, maybe escape the crowds. Time found a new groove, their time was nature way. Birds would come and go in the branches would gently sway, but that was years ago. Kids in front of the screen just to look at the pictures and listen to the sound of the day.
Okay, Madman's Preoccupation. Do hope you enjoyed that. Um, it was it's nice. It's always nice to listen back to these old demos and think, yeah, I think there's something in there. I did enjoy that. Uh, looking forward to talking about the music, about where that came from. But right now, we're going to dive into the lyrics, the lyrics, because that is the way we roll here. Okay, as I say, song number 683, Madman's Preoccupation, was written in 2018 by my good self. It was one of 12 songs that I wrote uh, in between students' uh, lessons on those Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays. I say, as I said, 30-odd students to get through 15 in a day sometimes. And it was pretty busy. And uh, I just, now and then, these little threads. Here's a tip straight up. If you get just a little moment that comes through, like, like say it's just this, I don't know. Oh, there we go. So that's the riff. that write it down as a songwriter write it down otherwise it just sort of slips through your fingers like sand honestly and then it just goes and if i hadn't if i hadn't have caught all those bits and pieces of inspiration if you like um where the muse the magic came through and, and melded with my uh, very human capabilities although those limitations and character and whatever that all when that all came together that produced something that was intrinsically mine but it was up somewhere else as well that's where it feels anyway it feels like it's a joint effort and uh, I, I just think that's kind of a gift not to be taken lightly and if you're one of those people there's a lot of us creative folks out there we're all, we all create as part of being human isn't it we, we create our lives um, but with, in terms of songwriting don't yeah and don't wait for that big moment like riding bridge over troubled water write all the stuff that leads up to that and i do hope that you write a bridge over troubled water in your life you will you will write one of those songs yeah for you one that pertains to you okay madman's preoccupation i used to sit in the tree just to watch the clouds and listen to the sound of the day maybe escape the crowds and that's precisely what i used to do i used to sit up in the plum tree and listen to the birds chat and they didn't mind me being up there little sparrows would come along and blackbirds and it's interesting i know neil finn's got a song uh, that he did with crowded house with crowded house neil uh and um about precise yeah yeah private universe and it's that sort of thinking and, and i had that same sort of feeling as a kid up in the tree there just getting away from everything yeah uh but uh, time found a new groove Bedtime was an age away. The birds would come and go and the branches would gently sway. So that was it. Those summer evenings used to last forever, just sitting up there watching the sky gently change colour as it went into night time. But that was years ago. Now, I've got kids. And the kids are in front of a screen. Well, my, I like to think my kids are in front of a screen in measured amounts. It's an amazing thing, this internet's a big subject, I tell you. Uh, our kids have limitations. They have limits. And um, 
and then we, we let them enjoy it, but they know their limits, yeah? Okay, these kids in this book are other people's kids. Kids, yeah, possibly mine sometimes. Kids in front of a screen just to watch the pictures and listen to the sounds of the day, maybe to escape the crowds. So from a, a songwriting point of view there, you see what I did there? In the first verse, it was to listen to the sound of the day and maybe escape the crowds. And this is listen to the sounds of the day, so the music of the day, and escape the crowd. So you know, that's a bit of a play on words there. Draw attention to that. Um, what's going on there? Time, the kids in front of the screen, just to watch the pictures. What's that about? Well, I, I read in a blog today that I'm kind of concerned. I, I thought, look, here we go. I think the internet is brilliant visually. It's giving us a lot of stuff. But I can't help wonder if our, our language is just sort of dying a little bit you know the the reading the written word the beauty of language uh, because spoken language by its very delivery as i'm doing tonight can be a little bit lax yeah and we we mispronounce things like i'm so good at we we drop off syllables and then you know past tense present tense all that sort of stuff i'm kind of big on that and i'm a bit concerned that we're losing something i don't know i don't want us to not I want to devolve, yeah, like like Devo, that fantastic band that was short for devolution. That was the philosophy of their band that human beings were kind of going backwards. Look out, and and I'm big on that too. We we can't afford to go backwards, and not even for a moment. <laughs> okay, time passed in the blink of an eye. Bedtime's way too late, so that's these youngsters now. Moods come and go through a barely watched gate. Yeah, so the sort of whole moody teenager thing going on there. The emotional upheaval, like being four, two or three all over again. It must be so hard being a teenager. Well, it was, wasn't it? <laughs> okay, and I've called them saplings. Now, the big, the big uh, catchphrase kind of thing of this song was, These tall, thin saplings barely anchored in the earth. Now, it's not the most catchiest bunch of words really listening back to it and perhaps this song needs a bit of a rewrite accordingly but i i picked on that because um saplings are you know, barely are small trees you know they've, they've grown a bit but they're barely anchored in the the earth i like the image perhaps it's more suited to poetry yeah i'll read about poetry these tall thin saplings barely anchored in the earth weight of the world lies upon them as they find their worth, and I said, as they do their work in the song, so I changed that. So, yeah, this this perhaps borders on poetry, and look, I don't mind that either, that's okay, but as a songwriter, can I just say that if you've got one big thing that you want to say, make it front and centre, and make it really clear, and pick some words that you think are really going to fly, like a bridge over to water, that's a good one. <laughs> These tall, thin saplings, a bit of a tongue, bit of a tongue twister as well in there. Anyway, nice album track, perhaps. Okay, now uh, we're going from the kids now to my point of view, the parents in this verse. The parents are in another universe. Isolation's complete. <laughs> Isolation with lockdown. Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? Uh, this virtual world they're tuning into teaches them nothing about the streets. So yeah, there we go. I'm voicing my concerns about the internet and it's it's a virtual universe, isn't it? But it's not the real universe. And I'm just worried about how much we're getting lost in there. Okay, and then uh, there's a bit of a break, which I'll talk about later. Uh, and then, oh, the bridge here. Well, this is kind of obscure. Not sure we even recognize this golden age in the West. Right, 
So I reckon that we have been in a pretty good patch. Yes, there's unrest in the world. Yes, there's wars. There's all sorts of stuff. But there kind of always has been, yeah? There's been a lot of good stuff going on. There's been a lot, a lot of great creativity finding a voice via the internet. There's the flip side. And also a realization that it can be done locally and needs to be done locally. So if you're an artist or a musician wondering if you've got something to offer, you have. Get out there and sing it. Get on your soapbox. Get out there and do some gigs. Do some music. Yeah, show us your art and music. It makes the world a better place. All right. Uh, I think it's been a golden age. I, I say been. I hope it continues. Next line. Before we ushered it out the door. Mortal sage. Regal guest. So what I'm saying in there, is it going out the door? Mm, I hope not. Uh, mortal sage. So it had a lifetime and it was incredibly intelligent. And it was a regal guest. It was like a royalty amongst us. And I, and I really hope that... As we evolve, this regal guest will be with us. If we don't, might be leaving. That's what I think. Okay, it stayed but a while out of politeness. Now our riches can be viewed as poor. So that that's sort of a a view, a kind of a comment that yeah, if if it does sort of go to the pack and your money systems do fall apart and that sort of thing. What have we got? And, and I think that question was raised well and truly is being raised right now with this COVID-19. You know, what's important? What is important? Sure, we need financial systems, but I think more importantly, we've got to be focused on the joy of life and, and sharing love and, and looking after each other and all that kind of stuff. So that's what I was drawing to there. And I often kind of do that in the bridge. I, I, here's the thing as a songwriter. Um in the bridge, it can be time to sort of step away in another voice. Yeah, you might have been talking in first person and that sort of thing. And then in the bridge, it might be more of a global view of what's going on or perhaps someone else's view. And uh, I like to draw attention to the fact that I did do it from a, my personal view when I was growing up in that tree. And then the kids, say my kids, you know, they're late to bed, they're watching the internet. And then the parents, they're the worried um about their kids and that sort of stuff. So there's different voices and different time frames that you can jump around in as a lyricist. Okay. In this money world, hang on to your imagination. So that's what I was saying. I was saying, uh, I'll, I'll say, I will be lost in my art. Somewhere on the path, a madman's preoccupation. Barely anchored in the earth. The weight of the world lies upon us. As we do our work. So then I made it inclusive, went back to the tall thin saplings, the kids, the barely anchored in the earth. Weight of the world lies upon us as we do our work. So I put us all on the same page then. So yeah, we're all working, we're all doing something. Madman's preoccupation. <laughs> so I hope that gives you some sort of insight as to what I was thinking as I was writing the words. And I, I do think as a lyricist, it's, it's really good to draw on your own experiences and and cast your mind about and also consider what other people might be thinking about the, the subject that you're talking about yeah okay let's look at the music this is fun here we go i love playing the piano it's brought me so much joy over the years i'm just casting my mind back to something that might have happened <laughs> it's just come to me. 
Speaking of being being a madman's preoccupation, um, now and then as a, as a piano player and a singer in a rock band, you, you do attract followers, shall we say, yeah, that, that, that you may be, maybe the opposite sex or the same, who knows. But anyway, for me personally, it, it uh, like I'm thinking about this night, we, we were in a, in a top 40s covers band and um, there's four of us on the stage and we have this little window to the, the side of the stage open to let some fresh air in and that that's a good thing as it turned out because during the night, these uh, five ladies came in who were a little bit older than me and just a little bit sort of scary because they were very loud and verbal about, well, they had a few drinks and then they, they, they cottoned on to... Yours truly in behind the piano, and they they come up and they danced right in front of me, and and the guys in the band noticed this gleefully because I I, yeah, like I wasn't interested. It was just, it's all part of it. You sort of bit of banter, yeah. How you doing? Oh yeah, yeah, right, good on you. And we're rocking out, and um, as the night went on, that they became more and more vocal about that they would be very keen to catch up with me, <laughs> so to speak. Anyway, I'm not going to go into details there. What actually happened? Was, at the end of the night, it got so bad that I decided I was going to do a run around the window. And I did. So I did that. The guys cleaned up the band gear and pulled the doors shut because we could do that. And apparently this uh, woman who'd had a good night and good on them said, well, where's the piano player? He's gone. Oh, he's gone. Oh, well, I'll walk off then. And uh, my friend Paul Ridge, my friend, I say that, he took off with John Boy, the drummer, and they went off and got their car. And the agreement was they would come by in John Boy's car and and pick me up. I'd meet them out the front, right? So here I was hiding in the bushes, waiting. Bit cold out there. All the chattering. Finally, there goes John and Paul. They're going around. They get the car. Room, room, room. They come out. Get in, Pazzo. Get in. And I look up, and, and these ladies are just coming out just then. And as I'm about to get in, Digger smiles and locks the door. <laughs> Off they went, just as the ladies said. There is. And then I do 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 coming after me. Oh no, man! I have never run so fast. <laughs> so thanks, John, and thanks, Paul. Good on you, buddies. Anyway, eventually they slowed down and jumped in the car and uh, got away. There you go. These things happen in the life of being a musician. <laughs> it's very interesting out there sometimes. Back to the music, folks. Okay, Madman's preoccupation. It sure is. Let me tell you. Um, where did the music come from? My hands fell just like that. And I like that. So I thought, well, look, I'll sing over the top of that. And as I say, I didn't have a too long. Um, and what came to me? Used to sit in the tree Just to watch the clouds And not sure what it is. I wouldn't mind betting I played that bit first, you know. And from it, here's the thing you can do. I jumped up an octave. This is an E, people. And this is an E. La, la. <laughs> and that's the thing you can do. You can read. You can pop your voice up there. you got to throw your voice up there. I wouldn't mind betting I went. And sort of fumbled my way through it. And then maybe I sort of went back into the words again. So there you go. I'm thinking sometimes it comes that you just play the chords and you go. And then sort of words can start forming on your voice. So you might actually do that. You might go. 
down to the tree by tree, just to watch the clouds. Da da da, the sound of the day. So there you go, Pete Pasco talk. I've, I've heard Bono from you two saying Bono speak. Well, he's been doing it as well, and I think a lot of songwriters do that. I know my friend Paul does that. So it's a good idea. It just it can it allows you to stay on breath. Meaning in, in, in theatrical terms and that and, and delivery, uh, you're in the, it keeps you in the moment. You're not thinking, am I going to say correctly, and the cows came through the gate nicely, that sort of thing. You're just going, the cows came through the gate, and, and yet you stay on the breath. So there you go. I think that's a reasonable tip, yeah? Uh, looking at the chords here, they're fairly they're fairly expected sort of chords. Um, oh, an arrangement point of view. That was me playing the drums. <laughs> I apologise for some of that. Uh, I, I I learnt the drums um, last year and in between lessons at school there was an electric kit and I when I say I learned the drums I learned to bang them roughly in time and there's a lot more to being a drummer than that oh I know man it is pretty tricky to hit those things in time <laughs> but I did enough to get it across and I think that that's a good thing that's what this demo was about get it across um, there was also strings in there which you can you can do on the keyboard actually like this here we go or oh, maybe I'll go down this path today um, I've just pushed string strings down there, that's an odd sound, that's not one I use, hang on, better, best, okay, the high strings, the low strings, ooh, not too bad, almost, almost double bass like, I know if you're a real string player, you'll spew when I said that, but <laughs> that's a keyboard, alright, in the middle part. And I do love sort of doing rough string arrangements. And here's a thing, just quickly on string arrangements, in the middle of the keyboard, mainly fifths, five notes apart. Like that. You might put the thirds in there. Can get a bit muddy. Up the top, definitely fifths. And the same. Ooh, that's nice down there. Or just the root note down the bass. So I like playing along and coming up with a string arrangement in the moment, like sort of... And I want a bit of bass here. So... That sort of thing. And it's a really nice, nice thing to do when you're in the mood and a little volume pedal really helps with the emotion yeah uh okay here's another tip for songwriting and producing a demo i think it's really really good to to value to sorry to vary your um the volume that you're putting out your dynamics of a song um that bridge got pretty big there when the drums came in there that uh not sure recognized this golden age boom boom jack boom that sort of thing and I was imagining more instrumentation like some guitars going on and that sort of thing and while that became far and away the biggest part of the song um I was happy with that that's okay look you might pull it back in the finished version or it may cause you to have a bit of a rethink of the song well why don't we make it all big like that that might be cool 
But look, I'm, I'm a real fan of dynamics in music. I particularly like, say, uh, Mark Knopfler, Dire Straits. And Mark Knopfler's, if you haven't checked out Mark Knopfler's solo albums, wow, some beautiful albums. Uh, one called Get Lucky. Wow, just just great. What I mean by dynamics, it just can be really, really quiet. Like just a simple little string line like that. And then, so I'm just pushing the buttons here. There we go. Uh, just while I'm not on stage. <laughs> and back to the piano, yeah? Making this up now. Enough there. You might have a guitar going sort of. And the bass can come in. And then a big drum fill. And everyone's in. This happened the other week actually. Well, I, I might keep that and make a song out of it. There you go. That's how you write a song or a melody. You just sort of start and let your pling, fingers, plingers flay. <laughs> you let your fingers play if that's what you're playing the piano. That's what I do, yeah? And and it's, it is, I've said this time and time again, it is such good fun. All right, better look at the time. Hang on. Oh, and we're back and we are over. I like to keep these things to half an hour. So just as well, I had a little look. It just sort of little, like a little tap on the shoulder. Hey, Pete, what do you think the time is, buddy? I was like, oh, yeah, right. Okay. Because I get so lost in what I'm talking about. Look, I hope you've enjoyed today. Look, thanks so much for tuning in. I really have. I've, I've, I, I, I love doing this. This is, you know, even though it's number 32, it still feels so new. And I'm kind of making my way through this and making it up. If you've enjoyed it, please do subscribe to my podcast i would love that and uh, you can check out my email list get on that info at petepasco.com so you can go over to www.petepasco.com or just hit me up at info at petepasco.com i'd love to hear from you and you'll be on the list and you won't miss a thing you'll get all kinds of art each week cartoon drawing like cartoon drawing want a video want a, yeah and there's lots and lots and lots more to come than that so that's it from me today folks i hope you have a fantastic week i better get back to my madman's preoccupation because uh i've got more to do tonight all right have a great week pete pascal signing out